What's up, guys? I'm Coda. And I'm Niche, and this is Random Motherfucking Contacts, and you guys won't guess what we did today. (laughs) (laughs) We went and handed out business cards. We got business cards, motherfuckers. Hell yeah. We're moving on up. We're doing something. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you know this, but it's actually nerve-wracking to go and hand someone a business card. And just, here you go. Yeah, that's basically what I did. So if you're one of those people, my bad. I have anxiety. We're awkward. Sorry. But how are you, buddy? I'm not too bad. School's been fucking stupid, but... I understand that. Work's been... Work's been fucking stupid, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just been crazy, and we've been sold out. Because of all the shit going on in yeah. town. And just, you know what? People are fucking ignorant sometimes. And I, I candle it. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm so sick of fucking people. And I'm so sick of just dumb shit. Like, I've had this one girl who is literally, she hasn't even worked there a month. And she's called out, like, five times. Bitch, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I remember when I was young and I wasn't scared to call out all the time. Now I need money. Yeah. And if you miss one day of work, that's like $200 off your paycheck. Easily. I don't understand it. It's at least 100 off mine every time. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because if I work an extra day, it's only like an extra 50 bucks on my paycheck. Every time, yeah. How does that make sense? Make it make sense, corporate. It doesn't. God damn. But we... How have you been? I'm good. I have just been rolling with the punches, my dude. <laughs> I still haven't found anywhere to move, but these guys aren't making us move. They just raised our rent again. So, if you guys hear cars, it's because we're in my living room today. There might be random noises. There might be random noises. But, you guys get a little treat. Um, we had a Can change I tell of plan. Them my, like, realization real quick? Absolutely. Okay. So if you don't know like anything about me, one thing to know about me is my ex's name was Ryan Coulter. Mm-hmm. His initials were RC. It clicked today that the initials for this podcast are RC. And we've had this bitch a year. Mm-hmm. Over a year. Over a year. I never like realized it either. <laughs> I thought it's funny when she brought it up. I was like, Damn, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but yeah, no, we never realized that. So that's and what happens when you try to make a make a sweatshirt. What's even weirder is we computer generated yes, we a did. bunch of names and we picked the name that we liked the most. Yep. Just never thought about it. Hi, my name's Kanisha. I'm blonde and I don't always pay attention. So yeah. I I just, I didn't notice. Me either. Back on topic. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we had a change of plans. <coughs> There's a fucking cold going around. I had to reschedule my hair not once but twice because the cast got sick and then I got sick. <laughs> and M got sick. So I hope you get feeling better, girl. We're going to sure. reschedule her. She's going to have to be on in a couple months. But we'll we it. have hella shit planned out, so it's it. We'll get there. We'll get there. It'll come faster than you guys think. Yeah, no shit. It's honestly, coming faster than we think. Yeah, like I still forget that we're not on like our fifth episode. Sometimes it's no. just so crazy. Well, dude, like everything this, it everything is going by so quickly. Like it's already April. Mm-hmm. Like I am finalizing major things for my wedding. Like, holy fuck. Oh my god, bitch. Shit's yeah. getting wild. It is getting wild. Really fast. Dude, what if we get pregnant at the same time after your wedding? That could be crazy. That would be scary. That would, we would, I would be, be mean to would, each other. Yeah. <laughs> we would have to pause the podcast <laughs> for a whole nine nice. months. Bitch, we gotta plan shit out. We would not oh be nice. Oh my god. We'd be sitting here, hee hee ha, and you're, why the fuck are you looking at me like that, bitch? <laughs> I'll rip that track right out of your fucking hair. <laughs> okay, her and I, when one when one is pregnant and the other's not, sometimes we're like, bitch, what the fuck? Yeah. 
but I can't imagine us both being pregnant. No, because I was so angry pregnant. Oh my god, you were a bitch. <laughs> I was so <laughs> angry pregnant. Like she was I would scary get angry, angry over the most obscene shit. Fuck yeah, it was kind of funny sometimes. Like I cried a lot when I was pregnant, but it was like anger crying. I did not cry. I just became mad. I anger cried because I didn't want to become too angry. <laughs> yeah, no, I just became mad. But we did have a change in plans, and you guys, like I said, are getting a treat, because you're getting an extra episode this month, because we can't fit all of this into one episode. My whole body just did a womb thing. Womb? Yep. (laughs) I hate this. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. right. I think I just mostly... (sighs) I've expressed to you earlier... How much I hate this. Uh-huh. Whoa. And Oops. it's it's not because of the case. Well, it's the mishandling of the case. Absolutely. That I, I hate. With you. I hate this whole case. Um, I think the only reason that I wanted to um, talk about some of the details that I'm going to be talking about in this. Yeah. Is because recently... Little Miss Press got a peacock deal. You stupid bitch. And she's getting paid for it. I did not watch it. I just want you guys to know. I have not watched it either. I I refuse to watch it. I watched probably every other documentary. I I read articles. I've read like 13 different fucking timelines on this shit. I talked to my mom. (laughs) And we're basically going to go over a timeline of events. Um what people around her friends family said she was acting like um a little bit about her past and then up into when she gets arrested on this episode so let's go into it let's talk about a monster of a mother and the murder of kaylee anthony i want you guys to remember that Standing up. She's angry. This bitch is mad right I now. I hate this. I okay. There's a list of the world's worst mothers in the world, and okay, Casey is my Anthony. Cousin on there? Probably. <laughs> Casey Anthony is like on the top. Oh yeah, this bitch is the dude. Like I like I. Uh, okay. <laughs> I hate even saying like I hate even talking about like these people just because. They're so self-indulged. And Casey Anthony is one of those people mm-hmm. that is just so self-centered and self-indulged that she she had no remorse. None. I don't think there's ever been any remorse. Like, there, there is no remorse. And even to this day, she will stand by that, no, I didn't kill her. What the fuck? I think the thing that blows my mind the most And her lawyers is... stand by it, too. So, dude, the lawyers, her main lawyer stood by. And, He's a and, dick. Oh, my God. He still, to this day, every time he does interviews, the last one that I watched, he was like, I don't believe that cadaver dogs work. Yeah, how the fuck are you going to say cadaver dogs don't work? He said that the, the officer will bring the dog to where they want him to go and tell him to go there. And it's all on how the officer that trained them deciphers their their callings or oh whatever. Oh my god. And then he tried to claim that they didn't even have the officer with the cadaver dog come into court. He and that, that's not they true. They showed a video of him. There's video proof. Yeah. yeah. And testimony. He literally got on he stand testified, and testified. Yeah. So. Well, and like, beside that too, he, like... How are you going to say that cadaver dogs aren't a thing when they use cadaver dogs for so many different things, not only just for bodies, but for narcotics? My, (laughs) I just, I can't, my, my brain can't process. No. Some of the things that the lawyer said, but also I can't fathom being on that jury and saying that she wasn't guilty. While there no. was no hard, solid 
fucking evidence. There was so much like circumstantial. circumstantial evidence surrounding Casey. Just her reaction alone should have been enough to convict her. Absolutely. I just, as someone who's been on a jury before, I can't imagine seeing all of the things that were brought to court. No. And not thinking that, I just, I can't fucking, I don't get it. I don't get it. And you know what? This is actually, I looked it up. This is actually like, there are people out there that really believe that Kaylee Anthony wasn't murdered. That it was an accident. Blah, blah, blah. I understand that it may have been an accident. I can see it being an accident because Casey and other people had said that Casey had been known to drug her daughter with things like Benadryl. Yes. To get her to go to sleep and keep her quiet in certain situations. Now, I'm sure you're going to talk about it, but it's just something that I noticed when I was watching the documentaries is the chloroform situation. Uh Uh-huh. They only talked about that in cleaning. Yeah, in court. And the the professional that was on stand, well, the professional that went up and talked about, like, the trunk situation, the forensic specialist, he said he wasn't allowed to talk about everything that he wanted to talk about. And if he would have been able to bring up certain points that I'll bring up later, um, he would have fucked the defense. The defense would have been, they would have had no, nothing. And he was supposed to be testifying for them. So like, it's just, it's, there's it's a lot. astonishing. Okay. There's a lot. And I am going to get into, um, basically a timeline of events. A lot of the information that I've received. Um, I watched the first 48 documentary, I read a lot of local articles from local news agencies in Florida at the time. Um, And then the WKMG TV Local 6 timeline of events is awesome. If you want like a fucking deep, detailed timeline with interviews. You watched that one? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Marsha Clark? Yes, that it, it was it was a good it was episode, a and I agreed with a lot of the things that she said. Yeah. Um, but um, this timeline from local six time, it it's really good. It's detailed. It's got interviews in it. It's got fucking a lot. They've got her fucking phone record records in this shit, and her car payments. Like, I'm not gonna talk about all that. But if you're interested and you want to go even deeper than I'm, we're gonna Google. go. Google. Smoogle that shit. And just make sure you cross-reference everything. Like, I yeah. cross-reference shit, but cross-reference me. Like, never believe anything. Fuck. Tell That's- us something we don't know about this situation. I would love to learn something about this case. I would absolutely love to learn some more stuff about this case. So, But, like, something that is, isn't already out there. Absolutely. I can agree with that. Give me, give me more. Absolutely. So, we're gonna start way fucking back um when we're gonna start with basically her growing up so she was born to george anthony who was born september 5th 1951 and sydney anthony who was born june 5th um 1958 so um they were married in niles ohio and they met in a hospital where Cindy was working and George was visiting his sister because his sister was in the hospital for some reason or another. I couldn't really find out why, which it doesn't really matter. Yeah. He was there. Um, on March 19th, 1986, Casey was born in Warren, Ohio. And just before that, in 1982, Lee Anthony was born, which is Casey Anthony's older brother. Then they had an, a younger sister in 1989, October 4th, which was named after Cindy, and her name is Cindy Anthony. Um, George and Cindy got an $83,000 mortgage, and they bought a big-ass house because back in the day, that was big house money. Yeah. 
Um, but they lived from what family and family friends said. They lived a very normal life. Yeah. Um, December of 2004 is likely when Kaylee was conceived. Um, we obviously don't know a for sure date because Casey tried to hide her pregnancy. And she actually did so well that her parents didn't know she was pregnant. Go dogs. If you can hear stomping and cracking, it's my dogs. They're crazy. It's, she hit her pregnancy and she hit it really well. Her parents didn't know until she was almost in her third trimester. I mean, it, looking at me, when I was pregnant, you, would, you wouldn't hardly fucking know. Exactly. So it's not hard to believe, especially because she was like a smaller petite woman. Yeah. Um... March 2005, Lauren Gibbs, which is her middle school classmate. That's not good. It is good. It's a good date. I like it. She doesn't like my fucking date. Right? <laughs> I do not like your robo dick. <laughs> I apologize. But I apologize. I read also that I read the wrong name. So in March of 2005... Keo Marie Cruz, which was a friend of Casey from the class of 04 in Colonial High, which is where she went to high school. Um, they had a like hiding spot behind the school, right? Mm -hmm. So they went back there and Casey told Keo Marie that she was pregnant. And obviously the friend asked her, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And... Casey said that she wanted to give it up for adoption. So Kia was like, Bitch, you should have. Huh. Oh, hindsight is twenty twenty in that one. Which, you know, I can see, like, in high school, friends being like this. And the one friend was like, well, I'll adopt your baby. I just got to talk to my mom. And obviously, <laughs> the mom was like, yeah, no, you're not fucking adopting a kid. That's not happening. But Casey turned around and was like, no, it's okay. My mom told me that I had to keep the baby. But her mom didn't know that she was pregnant. So later on in March 2005, another friend, Lauren Gibbs, um, who later on carried, like, she cared for Kaylee during, like, while they were out of school for eight months of her life for no pay until she realized that Casey lied about where she was working and she was really just out hanging out with friends. And that, that's fucked up. But I, I can't imagine, like, I was young when I had Oliver. Yeah. I can't imagine just leaving my baby pay-free with a friend and going and hanging out with friends and lying about where I was. Yeah, no. I just, there's some of the things that this girl did. But at first, Casey thought that a man named Jesse was the father. But they took a DNA test later and it proved that Jesse wasn't the father. There's so many people that could have been the father that people really don't know who Kaylee's real dad was. That's so sad. It is. So June 3rd, Rick Plisa, which is, um, I believe her grandpa. I could be wrong. Sounds. Like on Cindy's side. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sounds right. It, they all showed up for a wedding like Casey, George, Lee, and Cindy. Um, and George immediately noticed that she looked pregnant and he said something and Cindy was like, no, she's not pregnant. She's just gaining weight. And, um, nobody really believed that. Wonder why. Yeah. So the next day, you know, they went to the wedding and then... You know, they went back home and everyone was just like, what the fuck was that about? Like, are they in denial? Yeah. And they never said, like, came out and said, no, we knew that, they, that she was pregnant. They have always adamantly been like, no, we did not know she was pregnant. We thought that she was just getting fat. And it was to the point where people were like, hey, if she's just getting fat, maybe she should go to the doctors because it's probably a tumor. Yeah. Like... There, there comes a point where you can't lie to people about being pregnant. Yeah, no, there, you definitely. And it's such an isolated area, too. Yeah. Like. So, um, there's coworkers that 
recall her seeing her and being like oh she's like really pregnant but nobody ever knew like she never came out and was like yeah I'm pregnant I'm gonna have a kid and in co-workers at like Universal no no she hasn't started that job yet this was at a different job um but (laughs) sorry um Kaylee was born on August 9th of 2005 wow and 90% of the time or more, Kaylee was with Cindy. Yeah. Um, she didn't, uh, Casey said that she really did not have any interest to friends in hanging out with her baby. Um, so she was <laughs> always with Cindy. And then this is when they took the DNA test uh, that showed that Jesse was not the dad. Um, and Jesse was, he said he took the DNA test willingly. He paid for it. And he was actually sad when he found out that Kaylee wasn't his. Um, and in October 2005, Annie Dr- Downing, sorry, I almost said drowning, it's Downing, um, moved to town. And that's where Casey would go to visit her. They were really good friends. And you'll hear her name. A lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Sunday, January 1st, Jesse Grund and Casey got engaged. And this was a super fucking toxic relationship. You got to remember that she's still only 19 years old. And now she has this older guy with her. And uh, in March of 2006, so a little bit later on, into the year, into the new new year. Um, Cindy caught Jesse, the boyfriend, laying in bed with Kaylee. And she freaked the fuck out. She was like, why the fuck are you laying in bed with my granddaughter? Get out of my house. Because she had specifically told Casey that she's not supposed to have guys over at the house, which, okay, at 19 years old, I can see her breaking that rule. But... To me, it's a little weird to let your boyfriend just, like, lay up in bed with your kid. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me looking too far into it. But where he's, like, an older man that hasn't really been in her life, I just thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, But Lauren, at this point, who is the friend, mm-hmm. stops babysitting Kaylee. She tells her, I, I cannot, I can't do this anymore. At this point, it's April of 2006. She's been babysitting Kaylee every time that Cindy doesn't have her. And she's not getting paid for it. So she stops babysitting her. Understandably. Um, also, in April of 2006, um, Jesse said that he would watch Kaylee's on Monday, Kaylee on Mondays. And someone else in the family would have her two days out of the week. And Casey said... This is when she brings up Zanita, who, if you don't know, is Zanny the Nanny. Oh, <sighs> I hate that so much. So There's so many theories behind that. There's so many fucking theories behind that. Um, in May of 2006, the engagement with Jesse broke off super fast. It just was not meant to fucking be. And in July of 2006... There was another rumor that a man named Joshua Obar was the father of Kaylee. <laughs> Casey was just telling everybody. But they couldn't ask him and they couldn't take a DNA test because he had died. Okay. He died after paddling out into the ocean with a surfboard and a gun and killing himself. That's dramatic. So interesting that she told everyone that that's the dad and <coughs> he couldn't... Even say if he knew her or not. Yeah. Because as we'll come to find out, she lies about knowing people. Oh, she lies about a lot. fucking bit. But then we go into August 9th, which is Kaylee's first birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people said that there was a lot of tension at her first birthday party. And Cindy was doing all the mom stuff. In late... Late 2006 to early 2007 sometime, Annie says that Casey had, like, a breakdown. Annie Downing. 
and that she showed up at her work and she just said that she needed to go away to an institution and Kaylee was going to go stay with her mom. And later she was like, no, everything's fine. I talked to my mom and I feel better now. Um, and in January of 2007 confirmed, um, Isan Danavad says that he met Casey and she dated Brandon Snow this month. So at this point, she's had multiple men yeah. around her baby. And she's saying multiple of these guys could possibly be the dad. In the first year of Kaylee's life. I don't think that she ever knew who Kaylee's dad was. Probably not. I truthfully don't think that she did. Um, But... Soon after, she starts telling people that she was pregnant with Brandon Snow's baby. And then she claimed that she had a miscarriage. (laughs) There was never any medical records found to prove that she was ever in the hospital for a miscarriage. But some people don't go to the hospital when they have a miscarriage. Yeah. So I'm not going to rule that out because we don't know for sure. Um, but between March 19th of 2007 and April 2nd of 2007, um, Michelle Murphy, who is a family friend, says that Casey called her and said that she was just needing someone to talk to because she was really struggling because she had a miscarriage and she was thinking about getting herself committed and how she had basically built up this image in her head of her and Brandon's life and how they were going to um, build this life together and have a baby and have a family. And she never brought up Kaylee in those plans. Um, and basically, Michelle was like, well, maybe you should just focus on Kaylee. You should feel like, you know, like, happy that you have parents that are willing to help you yeah with her and maybe just focus on your daughter for a while and that pissed casey off oh i'm sure there are so many instances where friends and family have said like we just told her to focus on kaylee and she got mad at us she didn't want to hear that um and i can understand that if she was like a hard dedicated mom and someone was like just focus on your kid that would piss me off fuck yeah But she was never with her kid. No, she never had her. Um, In April through May of 2007, um, this is where Sydney, the mom, said she first heard about Zanny the nanny. And I just want to put that out this out there that there was there's a lot of rumors that it's never been confirmed that Zanny the nanny could possibly be Xanax that mm-hmm. Casey could have possibly been giving Kaylee Xanax to make her sleep to make her calm down and just that way she could leave and go party and come back and Kaylee would still be in the same place do you think she would do that or do you think she would take her with her because she would say that she was dropping her off at other that Zanny the Nanny's apartment, but there had been detectives that had gone and knocked on those doors and talked to the apartment agents, and they were like, "That person's never lived here." The fuck? Yeah, we're actually we're gonna talk about that when we get to her arrest, when she, um when all the shit starts, yeah. basically. But yeah, um. That is a really good possibility that she could have possibly just been keeping her in her backseat or in her trunk. I was going to say in the trunk, yeah. Um, And I I think I remember, because I remember this case from when I was a little, little kid. I remember when this happened. Um, I remember watching a special on it that was like, it's very possible that she could have been drugging her daughter with Benadryl or something to make you sleep. And keeping her in the trunk so that nobody would know that she had her kid so that everyone exactly. would think she's at the babysitters yeah because like there was multiple times that like she went to her boyfriends and stuff and they were like where's kaylee and she's like oh she's at the babysitters she's at zannie's and to think if 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 
she was drugging that little girl with Xanax. To think that she was drugging her with Xanax and leaving that little girl in the trunk is absolutely repulsive. That's terrible. Because I've seen people who take Xanax for fun. Same. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine... I don't even like the thought of giving kids Adderall. I know that some kids need it, but dude, I don't even like the thought of it. So like, I just, <sighs> monster mother. Yeah. That's the, that's why the episode's named what it is because she's a fucking monster. Um, but in May of 2007, there was a death certificate put out for a man named Eric Baker, who was also rumored to be Kaylee's father. He died in an auto car accident. Um, in also in May, so the fourth of May is when Eric passed away. Okay. The eighth of May is when Jesus Ortiz passed away. He was also rumored to be Kaylee's father. He died in a wreck. Um, basically everyone who could have possibly been Kaylee's dad that Casey was saying died. Was so that she they, found him in the obituaries. Basically, that's really <laughs> my theory on it, is that she just found these random guys that she could have been around, and she was like, no, that's the dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. That's the dad. I don't... I think she might have even felt guilty She might have for not knowing who the dad was, so she would just say whoever she thought people would believe. And hope one stuck. No shit. And none ever stuck. Nobody to this day knows who her dad was. No. In August 2007, Kaylee turns two. Okay. And Thursday, they did, which was the Thursday, August 9th, they did a birthday party for her. There are three accounts of this birthday party. Michelle Murphy noticed that at Kaylee's birthday party, Cindy and Casey seemed to compete to open Kaylee's gifts. Quote, Cindy was still trying to run the show, unquote. Annie Downing, she said that she noticed at the party, Cindy sat behind Kaylee and helped her open all of her presents. Um, But Casey was getting really upset, being like, this is my daughter. Why are you doing this? Let me, uh, let me sit behind her. I want to be in the pictures, basically. And Shirley Pleza, which I believe is the grandma on the mom's side, um basically said the exact same thing and also noticed that after um, everybody left, one of her checks went missing and it was used by Casey at a Publix for $54. She said she was mad, but she forgave her. Yeah. So also in August, um, Sydney says that Casey told Annie and Cindy that Eric died in a car wreck and... Casey had the obituary and Ricardo Morales moved to Orlando from Tampa. Oh, so sorry guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We had to move locations because my dad came home. We Um, had a slight intermission. But Ricardo and Casey became really close at this point. And in January of 2008, Ricardo met Kaylee at a barbecue at a mutual friend of theirs, Troy's house. Um, they, like I said, they they were hanging out a lot. And in January of January 23rd of that same month that he met Kaylee, he began dating Casey. <coughs> And it was on his birthday. And that day he saw um, Kaylee, like they were all at his apartment. And Kaylee was running around and she fell and smacked her face on the table. And Casey like yelled at her. What? She wasn't like, are you okay? She was like, why were you doing that? You know, you're not supposed to be doing that. That's why you got hurt. Which I can understand being like, oh, don't jump off the couch. Don't jump off the couch. You're going to get hurt. And then they jump off the couch and you're like, well, fucking see what happened. But like yelling at him. Yeah. Dude. And like. Well, and especially not like. It's one thing to talk to kids like. That way. Stern that way in your own home. But when you're at somebody else's home. You check on your kids, and then you're like, okay, you fucking idiot, don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, like, and not only that, she was two. Yeah. She's two years old. Like, that's the same age as eggs. Yeah. 
I just can't imagine yelling at him because he fucking fell and hit his head on a table. Yeah, no. I, just, I can't fucking... Like, you would look at me like, what? I, looked, <laughs> I would look at him and be like, hey, what the fuck? Why were you doing that? I told you not to do that. Are you okay? Like, can I kiss it better? And he'd be like, no. No. <laughs> Don't touch me. Yeah. I'm fine. No touch. No touch, TT. <laughs> but um, they took pictures together in his apartment on the 28th of that month which he later sold to the tabloids which i think is really fucked up he actually did that a couple times um but he said from like in like mid-february ish that they started spending like four to five nights a week at his apartment and kaylee was always there with them up until april hit and then Zanny the nanny came into the picture. And she stopped being there as frequently. So, really makes you think about what you said earlier about, like, yep. the, that that theory that you have, which breaks my fucking heart. Oh, my God. Oh it my God. hurts to think about. Really, like, it hurts your chest. Um, but March 17th of 2008, George Anthony, Casey's dad... Um, he, he was at work. Okay. It yes. shows court record shows that he was at work from 7am to 5pm. Um, he, cause he was working at security forces incorporated. And on that day, um, C Cindy was also at work. Um, and there was a Google search at the home computer, March 17th. Um, for chloroform, alcohol, peroxide, inhalation, acetone, hydrogen peroxide, and death. Which, in hindsight, if you're thinking about cleaning products and how not to make mustard gas, okay. I can understand that. I can understand that. I just think it's weird for all of that to be together. Now, what date is this? March 17th, which there's, um, is that the day Kaylee went missing? No, nope. She doesn't go missing for a couple months. Okay. Cause I, I was like, to say, I know that there is another search that sh there was, that they found after it was deleted. That was, uh, accident. Full proof suffocation. Yeah. Full proof suffocation. That was deleted from the home computer literally the same Hours. day that she got arrested hours, hours before she got arrested yeah and the um prosecution didn't find it their yes. specialists didn't find it in their research so they had no idea defense found it yeah i which is that's fucking crazy to me um but so including all of that and that search that's fucked up that yeah that's way fucked up um and what i just like read off that's without the foolproof suffocation the like chloroform alcohol that is what was presented to the jury and in my opinion that being missing out of it was what killed the case yeah because looking at it you would think how not to make mustard gas how not to accidentally make a toxic gas not me bitch i was thinking this person's gonna kidnap somebody i'm not gonna lie to you see my first thought i did hearing... i didn't think about mustard gas not oh yeah a little bit I it's can really understand easy that. it's really easy to make out of just ho household items i've heard that actually on tiktok that like you can't mix like bleach and ajax because it yeah. makes mustard gas and i didn't fucking know that and yeah. i've been using like a little bit of Ajax and some bleach cleaner in my toilets. If you have the bleach really diluted, it's not going to create mustard gas. But if you put like straight bleach, straight bleach what? and straight oh Ajax, God, the so smell crazy. and chemical that comes off of it is straight mustard gas. Yes. Oh my God. And okay. Yes, I didn't know die. that. I didn't know that. So that's, that's interesting. That's where my brain goes. And guarantee you, that's where the jury's brain went. Or somebody in the jury's brain went that way too. And they were like, well, what about cleaning? What about my, like what about the gases that come from cleaning? Okay, I can understand that. Um, well, on March twenty first of that same month, just a couple days later, there were also Google searches for shovel, household <laughs> weapons, um, self defense, how to make chloroform, 
and um, <coughs> Chloro 2, which I'm not sure what that is, to be honest with you. Um, but like it, like the record said, Sydney and George were both at work at the time. So the only person left to technically technically be. be there to use the computer would have been Casey. But the weird thing about it is there was a specialist that put it through multiple different platforms <laughs> to decipher what time um those searches were made at and they all came out for um 251 which the parents would have been at work but the time that the defense put out and even that the lawyer said in his book for defense for mm -hmm. Casey Anthony was 151 which was wrong. Well, um, Casey's dad would have been home for lunch at that point. Yeah. So that was also another thing that was presented to the jury that could have persuaded them to honestly think that she could have been the one that didn't do it. Yeah. Um, and that's just me trying to be biased. You guys already know what I fucking think. <laughs> you already know my opinion. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate in this. <laughs> but in <laughs> April 1st, which is tomorrow, by the way, guys, of 2008. Ew, yeah, right? Don't forget to pay rent. Um, <laughs> April 1st of 2008, Lauren Gibbs, which was her friend, told Casey that she was pregnant. And that was the last conversation that they had prior to um, the text message that she got saying that Kaylee was missing. They didn't talk again. And on that same day, Ricardo said that he was with Casey and Kaylee was there when they went to sleep, but they were gone when he woke up and Casey said that she had brought Kaylee to Sydney. Sorry, guys, I gotta take a drink. I'm dying here. <clears throat> I fucking hate her. Which that happened that happened a lot. Oh yeah. There were a lot of times where the boyfriend said that they would go to sleep and they'd wake up and Kaylee wasn't there anymore. And she would either say that Cindy had her or Zanita had her. So <sighs> frustrating and interesting to look back on. But Ricardo and um, Casey officially broke up in mid-April. <clears throat> And um, there were actually messages pulled up by cell phone records from Ricardo to a girl named Casey. I'm not going to say her last name because I just don't feel like, I don't know. I don't feel like her last name should be put out there. No. But, um, and it basically said that Casey didn't feel like she could fully be with her friends because she was a mom. And that's interesting to me just because, like, I don't, I don't know. I would rather hang out with my kids than my friends sometimes. So yeah. I, I guess I can understand if you're always with your kids. But like I said, she is not always with her fucking kid. No, her mom always has her kid. Or Zanny. Or Zanny. Who yeah. doesn't fucking exist. We'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. later. But um, also in, like, the April-May area, Sydney says that Casey told her <coughs> Ricardo was gay and that she wasn't going to be with him anymore. Um, okay. And she basically said that her counselor told her she should bring Casey in for counseling um, and possibly think about kicking Casey out of the house because it just wasn't a healthy situation. Understandable. But Cindy said she quit going to that counselor after that. Oh shit. So that's interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, if you're not willing to look at 
everything else at least protect I guess yeah it's interesting but um in May of 2018 Casey meets Anthony Riscario on Facebook and they basically talk all the time over Facebook Messenger, which I think back in the day it was called, like, chats or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. Facebook was so different when it first fucking came out. When you could poke people? Yeah. You can still poke people. Uh, really? Yeah, I got one the other day and I was like, that's fucking really weird. Who, who pokes people nowadays? I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. Um, but there was a message between her and Anthony that basically was like, I am losing my mind at my parents' house, but at least my kids passed out. And he thought that that was weird because she brought it up all the time that her kid was sleeping. And he thought it was weird because he knew people that had two-year-olds and they were always sleeping. And that's fucking fact, dude. Two-year-old yeah. damn near never fucking sleep. Yeah. They wake up before the fucking sun does. And they go to sleep after it goes down. It's just... I can understand why he was like, that's really weird. Why is your kid always sleeping? Like, yeah. And a lot of people said, like, she always said that the baby was sleeping. But why is she sleeping all the time? And, of course, Casey would get mad because she didn't like it when anybody tried to correct her or say anything against her. her at all. Yeah. Um, and May 6th of 2008... Um, there's some instant messages between her and Anthony that go somewhere along the lines of, um, like, he basically told her to come over, and Casey was like, I'm really sick of having to rely on other people, can I bring the little snot head, and basically said that Zanny and her mom were both busy, and it was just a really weird conversation where she was basically just like, I don't know, I'm really sad. I've been really sad for days. I want to move out, but I can't. And I'm just sick of having to rely on other people because nobody's ever really there for me. Which her fucking parents were always watching yeah. her fucking kid. Her parents <sighs> were very much there. I really don't understand why she didn't just give her parents custody, but... Me either. Besides the point, um, George Anthony was um, said to work, like, he was off Fridays and Saturdays, and he worked 3 to 11 some days, and then he worked, worked the 9 to 10 some days, like, it would just, it would flop around. Yeah. So, he was at work quite a bit and during this time Casey was supposed to be home with Kaylee and she was usually just talking to her friends on like insta chats but she started sending herself fabricated emails she sent herself a forwarded email supposedly from a man named Thomas Frank at Universal Studios. Because at this point, she had gotten a job at Universal Studios and she stopped showing up. So she lost the job. <laughs> and she was lying and saying that she was still working there as an event coordinator. She was not fucking working there as an event coordinator. And she lies to a lot of fucking people about that. Um, May 14th, she met a man named Tori Brown and Amy, Ricardo, Casey, um, and Tori were out. And Casey got two flat tires. So they basically had to leave her car. Um, and she said she would go get it in the morning, which she very frequently popped her tires or ran out of gas or supposedly ran out of gas like ran out of gas more than anybody i've ever met in my whole fucking <laughs> life ever i'm like i've put two dollars in my gas tank to just get home before oh yeah same fucking crazy um but at this point in her life in like the may area end of may 
her and Amy, a friend, are talking about getting a house <coughs> And Casey is lying to her, saying that she has this woman that she's talking about buying a house from, and then Amy's going to come live with her, and they're going to live there with Kaylee, and Amy's going to watch Kaylee for her, and the whole time, Casey does not, she's not really talking to any realtors. She has not lined up not a single fucking house for them. Jesus Christ. And basically, the text messages are like, I don't know if they really needed to be brought up in court, but it was basically just talking about how she really wants to move and... Well, I guess, okay, I guess I can understand why they were brought up in court, because it shows that she's a fucking liar. Like, she lied about everything. She never was looking for a house. Um, But she was telling Amy for weeks that she was looking for a house. She's just gotta meet up with the lady, and da-da-da-da-da. Tony Lazaro, on May 21st, met Casey on Facebook. So here's another man. And that I literally got their names confused because there are so many of them. There's so There's many so fucking many. men. Um and like that's not the slut shame, but god god damn. They all have similar names. Yeah. She has a thing for the Oneos. <laughs> but basically, um they met and then the next, uh, like, two, three days later, well, okay, the next day on May 22nd, she got into a fight with Ricardo, and he was basically like, yeah, she purposely started that fight with me. And then on May 23rd, she was texting Amy about, like, how nice casual sex is, and how her and Ricky got into a fight, which is um, Ricardo. Um, how they got into a fight, and she's never making the mistake of just, like, getting into a fast relationship ever again. Uh, and on May 25th, she was invited to the Anything But Clothes party. Here we are. Um, so, on May 25th, Annie Downing said that... Casey pulled Brandon aside while she was really drunk and they were out for it for a long time but she didn't know what she said but when she came in she was like hysterically trying to get people to leave with her and she was telling him like I love you I want to be with you and then she told Annie that she was pregnant and that she had another miscarriage Jesus Christ She said that she was pregnant with Brandon again and she didn't want her parents to know. And Annie was basically like, I I don't know if you're telling the truth. Because the last time you said that you were pregnant, you and the guy never even really had sex. Yeah. So, um, that same day, they go to the Anything But Clothes party um, and Casey drove Amy and Troy to that. Troy was wrapped in like plastic and Casey this is like this is the night that she was she took that picture wrapped up in that flag okay and everybody mistakes that picture for being the later after, um after Kaylee had gone missing but it's before that's like a couple days before a week before she went missing hmm. um because the after party, party is the ha- the hot bod party or whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So after that party, there was a hot bod party, and oh, fuck my bad. <laughs> she, yeah, you're good. Um. Basically, she was told that the guy she was with didn't really want to be with her anymore because he didn't know that he he could be with a woman with a daughter that has a daughter. Um, and that was Tony. Yeah, Tony was basically just like, I don't know if I can be with a woman that has a daughter. It's... He said it was weird for him. And I guess I can understand that. Like, if you don't have any kids, and I guess maybe maybe he felt... Guilty? (laughs) Because 
she was always with him and not her kid. But yeah, it's basically just like, I don't know if I can have a kid. Like, I don't know if I want to do this. But they still were seen together after they had that conversation. Like, they went to the Cheesecake Factory and they talked on Instant Messenger and all kinds of shit. So, it's not like he was like, alright, I don't want to be with someone that is a mom and then he ditched her. Right. That's... No, he definitely stayed with her. That's, yeah, he, he... I don't even... And maybe he was just like a player. Maybe he just didn't want to be in a committed relationship with her. But he straight up was just like, no. <coughs> I don't know if that works for me. <laughs> so... um, So... They had this relationship and he kind of just he broke it off a little bit. He slowed it down. They were still like going out together a little bit, but he, he was basically just like, I don't really know if I want to be with someone who has a kid. And on June, hold on, it went away again. <laughs> we had it and then we lost it. Uh-huh. So, oh my God. Kaylee was last seen alive on June 15th. Of um, 2008. And she was not reported missing for 31 days. She was last seen by Cindy and George leaving their house with Casey. She said that they were going on a vacation. Mm -hmm. And she was actually with Tony for most of that whole time. Um, during this time, she started going to a club called Fusion, um, and she did a hot body contest. She went and she got a tattoo that said, uh, Bella Vida, which means beautiful, beautiful life. life in <laughs> Italian. Um, she's got the, she's got the goosebumps again. She's pissed off, but... She went out and partied for 31 days, and people would ask her, hey, where's Kaylee? And she she's said... roommates. She said, oh, she's just with Zanny, or oh, she's with my mom. And she would just continue partying. People said she didn't even seem upset, or even like she cared. So, 31 days goes by, and Cindy gets a hold of her, and she's like, hey, can I talk to Kaylee? Like, I haven't heard from her in a while now. And Casey was like, oh, no, she's with Sani, and, like, I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, she actually, her and I got into a fight, and she called me a really bad mom, and she took Kaylee. And I haven't seen her. But I heard that if people get the cops involved in stuff like this, that she could be hurt. People could be hurt. And that she they would probably hurt Kaylee. So I figured I could probably do this. And her mom freaked out. Went and picked her up. And made her tell her, you know, like... Who is Zanny? And she came up, Casey came up with this whole fabricated backstory life for this nanny. And the mom was like, fuck this. I, I'm not doing this. And Cindy called the police. Well, Cindy called the police multiple times. There was three reported uh, 911 calls that... Yes. One was she called the car in stolen. Yes. The second one was when they finally got Casey to the house and she could actually see the car. Uh -huh. She called the car in for the smell of decomposition, which is the one that they show majority of the time. Yes. But then there was also one in between there when she called and she was freaking out because this was when Casey was telling her that Kaylee was kidnapped 
and it was a whole thing, but the dispatch officer wasn't listening. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, I think that the police almost didn't take this as serious as they should have. They didn't. Um, when Casey's car got reported as stolen and it was found in that, um, impound, her dad, yeah, it, it was Cindy's car, but Casey had been driving it. Her dad, George went to pick it up and remember he was an ex police officer. So he went to pick up the car and he immediately said that the car smelled like a dead body. And the car attendant in the lot was like, you know what? This one time we towed a car and there was a dead body in it and it smelled exactly like that. And they opened the trunk and there was a big garbage bag in it. And they took that big black garbage bag and they threw it away. Mm -hmm. And that was a garbage bag containing like cleaning stuff. Yeah. Um, And that I, I wish to this day that we could have had a forensic scientist go through that bag because I don't know if that was anything i don't know if there's anything i Kaylee's. feel like even if it wasn't of kaylee's it was in that trunk and there could have been something in that that could have broke the case i really feel like there could have been something and there is so much that should have broke the case though there is you're right there is so much that should have broke the case they found kaylee's hair in the trunk there was blood stains in the trunk. Yes, and we'll we'll get further into that. I know. <sighs> we'll get further into that. Sorry, that was my that husband's scared phone that scared the fuck, out, the fuck of out of me too. Um, but so the mom calls the police, and the cops show up, thinking that it is her wanting her daughter arrested for stealing her car. Yeah, and it they find out that it's Kay- Kaylee's missing. And Casey says, well, she's probably with the babysitter. I dropped her off at this park. And this is the park that they always go to to play at. But um, they're probably at her house. And so the cops were like, oh, okay, so what's the address? And she gave them three very specific addresses. Very specific. Well, one of them is, yeah, the third one is kind of irrelevant, but... She gave them three very specific addresses, and the three addresses, one of them went to a house that hadn't been rented out for three months. At least. One of them was to a woman's house that had never even heard of Casey, and there was no Zanita there ever. And then another one was a retirement home. Yep. She had these cops out all night driving around with her, trying to find this Zanita. Zanita. And they couldn't find her anywhere. So they finally went and dropped her off at home. And they went and continued their search, search, which... I don't know if you'd really call it a search at this point. Yeah. I I don't think that you could really... Because if they searched, and with how far Kaylee was off the road... If they searched, understanding the overgrow, because, I mean, I've been to West Virginia, I've been to Florida, things like that. The vegetation is very different. Yeah. You you would see a garbage bag or a bl- something folded up in a blanket less than 15 feet off the side of the road here. Absolutely, but not, not there. Not there. Um, and we'll, we'll get into more of that, too. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> so the next day, which was... June 17th, um, Casey took the, the cops were basically like, well, where do you work? Because she said that her phone was at Universal Studios where she works. (laughs) And so she was like, oh, I work there. And they called there and the manager was like, we have a, we, we don't have a Casey that works here. They asked the security. They, well, they went and they picked up Casey. Oh, yeah. And they were like, let's, um, let's go down to the station let's and go talk. down to the station and talk. And they took her there and they're like, how about we go? And they didn't even take her to the station. They just took her straight to Universal Studios. Yeah. And she was like, oh, what are we doing here? And they're like, well, let's just go up into your office. We'll see if we can find anything. And so she takes them very confidently takes them to the employee entrance 
and she asks the guard like she's like oh i lost my badge but um can you just look at my name and they said no like we don't have a casey anthony anywhere in here here's my manager she was like well here's my manager's name and they were like we don't have a manager under that name either yeah and so the investigators were like well can you just let us in anyways so that we can go look around and the security let him yep and she took them on a wild goose chase through these halls that eventually ended them up in like a dead end yeah basically and she turned around started crying and was like i don't really work here i haven't worked here in probably a year and, and she was waving at people and confidently hey, how's it going and the investigators were like you could tell that those people were like like they were waving back at her but they were like who the fuck is this person and why is she here with cops <laughs> yeah. like and, and why does she, why is she waving could at you me imagine me just walking up in your work being like hey guys what's up mobbing through with a couple cops like don't mind me i'm just here because i i used to work i work here remember no fucking shit <laughs> so she admitted that she lied and at that same time a zanita gonzalez was found in another part of florida and she said i i have no fucking idea who casey anthony is i've never met a kaylee anthony i've never even lived there before what the fuck are you talking about so at that point they knew that she lied about her work she lied about a bunch of the shit she'd been up to and she lied about where Kaylee was and who yeah. had her. So they charged her with child neglect and lying to investigators and interfering with a criminal investigation. Mm-hmm. And she was put in jail. And that is where we are ending it for tonight. I'm sorry, guys. But we could talk for a second. But that is where we're ending. That's where we're like ending this episode for the night we will go into more after she gets arrested next episode i'm so angry i think what angers me is like the searches the shit the accusations that we're gonna talk about in the next episode because i know i already know this episode is basically just like a lead-up to show you who she was who she was fucking around with how many people she was around so many and then what she was doing while her daughter was missing partying up until she got arrested she was partying she partied so hard for that month and there were so many of his like tony's friends that were like yeah kaylee came around and was around everybody and da 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 we loved her and then just stopped coming she wasn't there yep after april when zanny the nanny came up how we will get into a lot more next episode but we do have to end for the night so we're not running this one too much longer uh Uh, koto's fucking pissed right now she's not having a good time (laughs) my whole body is angry um we will see you guys in a week for your extra episode and we hope you guys have a good night have a wonderful night you know how to get a hold of us on our socials we got twitter facebook and instagram at random contacts and we'll post a picture of our um our cute little business bu- cards yeah our little business cards on all of our social medias so that you guys can see those um dope. we hope you guys have a wonderful night sorry to leave you like that <laughs> um we'll see you in a week uh later good night motherfuckers <laughs>